0: This is the Vancouver Mixtape on CJSF 90.1 FM. We are broadcasting every Sunday night live atop the Burnaby Mountain SFU campus. Uh, we are acknowledging that we are on the, the unceded Coast Salish territory, uh, as well as the Musqueam, Coquitlam, and Tsleil waututh uh, You can stream us online at cjsf.ca, and you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and listen to all the podcasts of our programs on SoundCloud, as well as on our website. This show you can find on iTunes and on Google Play, so don't pass that up if you get a chance. If you got a request, give us a text or a call at 778-782-CJSF, that's 778-782. Two, two, five, seven, three. I'm Jamie Sester taking you through to the 9 o'clock hour if you're listening live uh, We've got a gen-packed show I chat with singer-songwriter Tisa Rahim about her new single As well as showcase a lot of brand new music that came out the last week Including uh, some Kabazi which is going to be coming up next And some Wild Kind uh, And we're going to be talking about the show that just happened the other day But right now let's start with Kabazi This is Can't Be Your Man, you're listening to it on the tape
1: this shit but you never comes through you don't walk the way you talking you don't fuck the way you convince me bad boy wanna go all night but when you come to me can't seem to hold it down all night i'm the fella that you take my time that's my time big boss in his lamborghini shade. it's beating fast but it'll make up for at these pretty. Chicks,
0: but he won't get out. He's in his Alright gonna keep this going with some more pop music. This is Chen Z now with airplane mode and you're listening to it on the tape. I sherry laurel with pleases me uh that was off of the record that she put out last year um called a furnace of fire I this came out in december sounds about right uh really great record right up in terms of my pop sensibilities um nice kind of dreamy hooky pop music before that we had chanzina with airplane mode uh, another really great single that that came out this year and then uh, kabazi with can't be your man off of her brand new ep humor human prescription and by brand new i mean it came out like two days ago um the release show was last night the release show was packed it was so packed like i i had um I, I wanted to get ambitious with my show going last night uh, and wanted to make sure that I was at the uh, all three of the acts at, at the Wild Kind release, uh, mainly because I love all three of the acts under there. Um, but I also wanted to prioritize this Kabazi show. So um, I ended up getting getting out in time to to make it to to Fortune where Kabazi was performing uh, to, to try to make that happen. Uh, but of course, because it's Fortune and it's a Saturday night, It was jam packed, and, uh, any prospect of me getting in, uh, was, like, really, was really quashed. So, um, that's on me. I should have maybe managed my time a little more. But I mean, that's, uh, that's, that seems to be my defining personality trait. Um, we we do, we do have Tisa Rahim uh on the show at about the 8:30 mark um we're we're going to play the interview that I did with Tisa just about an hour or so ago uh and she's got some really great new music that's come out recently uh that is uh we're checking out, and, uh, she's been really hounding this singer songwriter scene for the last couple of years after playing with, with bands for a little bit. Um, so that's really great, uh, for her, and we're gonna get to a really great single shortly. Um, but yeah, make sure you stick around. I'm gonna talk about that wild kind show last night, uh, as well as, a. a- Oh, one of the bands that I'm finally glad that I got to see and that was Babe Corner. But right now we've got new music from uh the newly announced Teen Days album that I believe is coming out in April. This is a wonderful track and uh this is gonna this is really gonna segue into maybe our, our our very chill vibes uh portion of the evening. This is new Teen Days and this is spring. You're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. Keeping it glossy with Porto. It's Rivers' song, and you're listening to it on the Vancouver mixtape on CJSF 90.1 FM or anywhere that you stream and listen to audio and podcasts and all that fun stuff. I'm Jamie Sessford taking you through to the end of the hour. Um, right now, we're going to get to uh, an interview that I did with Tisa Rahim, uh, a really great singer-songwriter who's been uh, really striving to, to make it uh, on her own after playing in bands back in the day. Uh, in the last couple of years, she's been just tur- churning out singles and eps and recently released a new one uh, a brand new single but first before we play that i wanted to i wanted to chat with her and uh get to know a little bit more about her process her background and her approach to songwriting can you maybe talk about the this new single that you had come out a couple days uh it was like a week or two ago that it came out
2: yeah it was last monday so just about a week
0: Cool, uh, and this the song called uh, "Lift a Finger" is uh, a new part, uh, part of a new EP that's going to be coming out. A new record, or is this just a, a song that you you're working on with other folks that you wanted to just release to the world?
2: Yeah, so this is actually a standalone single. Um, it's going to be though part of a collaboration that I've done with uh, uh, two different producers and one other artist. That's so going to be on the next song. That's sort of part of this uh, set of songs. So we've got Uncle Ricky Gave Us X, and then the next song that I'm bringing out is going to be with a rapper that uh, those guys work with quite a bit. His name is uh, C.X. Tenensis, I believe is how you would pronounce it. uh, He's a guy from Mexico. And uh, so this is a standalone song, but we've also got this uh, second song coming out uh, at the end of February, actually, too, with the same
0: guys. Uh, what's, what's really interesting for me uh, with regards to the credits on this song and with uh, a lot of the credits uh, on songs that you've released on your last, uh, your last couple of records uh, is that you seem to be working with uh, a lot of collaborators. So you, see, you have your own stuff, but then you, you enlist members of the community to kind of uh, to participate with you on this. Can you maybe talk about your mentality towards songwriting and working with a variety of different piece, people?
2: Yeah, for sure. So um, this past year, I really put collaboration into gear because I find that that's actually the best way for me to write songs, to write, um, you know, um, so, uh, good songs. <laughs> um, it tends to be, so with Lifted Finger, for example, it was actually just started off with uh, Gabe taking me into the session with Ricky and saying, um, "We want, we all just want to get together and write a song. And so um, it just flowed really naturally. Uh, Gabe started, uh, he's a really excellent guitar player, so he started playing on the guitar. Um, And then I came up with that um, vocal melody in the chorus, that sort of descending, you don't want to lift a single finger for me, because it just kind of worked with what he was doing. And then Ricky started putting a beat underneath that. And within two, three hours, we had the sort of demo of the song ready to go. (laughs) And then in terms of collaborations with other people, yeah, I've uh, got actually two or three singles coming out uh, for the first half of 2019, and those are all collaborations with various different people in Vancouver, in Mexico, and as well as Ontario, actually
0: cool uh now in terms of your style it's you seem to really lean on a, a like a really smooth kind of r&b pop hybrid uh with a little bit of soul in there can you maybe talk about what your musical influences uh, are
2: for sure yeah so um in terms of the most of my musical influences derive from sort of either motown or um sort of 90s r&b as well as some modern r&b so kind of uh spans a couple of generations. Um, some of my really strong vocal influences are Etta James, for example. I draw a lot of inspiration from her, uh, as well as Lauryn Hill. Um, the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill is uh, if not my favorite album of all time, at least in the top five, for sure.
0: I mean, it's um, it's, a, it's a classic uh, through and through, right?
2: For sure, and it, it holds up. <laughs> Absolutely. It will forever hold up. And current, there's a ton of current R&B artists that are doing this really cool sort of mesh, uh, blend of old sounds with hip-hop sounds. So that neo-soul is what I really lean towards as well. I really love Georgia Smith, for example. She's a huge influence of me, on me right now. Um, and people like SZA and Tiana Taylor as well.
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, in your you have a lot of covers online um, to to kind of color some of your your catalog here, uh, and you, you do you are across the board, right? Like you do some Laura uh, Lauren Hill, you do some uh, some Portishead uh, even at one point, point. Um, and yeah, the Georgia Smith and uh, Amy Winehouse even seems to pop up too. Yeah, actually, I
2: forgot Amy Winehouse is a huge one too. So I forgot to mention her. And Fortisade is a big
0: one, too. I've been wanting forever to make a trip-hop song. It just hasn't quite happened yet. I mean, yeah, this is a band that time has forgotten for a lot of people. Um, But, yeah, absolutely. Your cover of it is phenomenal. Um, But, yeah, that Georgia Smith record actually, I I felt, was one of the most underappreciated albums that came out last year. Like, I know it was on some best-of lists, but, holy hell, that thing was way better than anybody really gave gave it credit for.
2: Oh my god, I was obsessed. Yeah, I'm still obsessed too. Right. <laughs> probably
0: still every day, at least a couple songs. I, I, yeah. I, anyways, I, I was very sad that I, I think she was here in November, right? Um and I think I I was very sad that I had to miss that show. Um anyways, you uh you previously were in uh or you worked in a band called uh The Bleeding Horse Express, right? Yeah. Yeah, um can you maybe talk about uh your transition from playing in a, I guess like a more typical band uh setup to working as a solo artist?
2: For sure. Yeah, so I joined that band um I think almost right out of high school, I was about 18. And it basically just stemmed from me having um, just played a lot of music throughout high school, but wanting to do it uh, with other people and more of a band basis. And so I actually have a funny mom Craig group, which is funny. I just uh, like, like their stuff. I sent them a tape of me singing, I think, a Sam Cooke song. Probably a change is going to come. <laughs> mm. And then I heard, I heard back from um, their lead guy. And uh, it actually worked out really well because um, we ended up going on our 40 city tour with yeah. them because uh, they were filming the Twilight movie here at the time. And one of the actors from Twilight um, played with us one night because he was in a band and he wanted to play a couple of shows while they were filming here. And he liked our sound because he was from the South and we kind of had a bit of a Southern gospel and blues vibe going. And so we ended up um, being able to record an album with him and also go on a tour with him, which was amazing.
0: Oh, uh, nice. Who, who would have thought that connection would have happened? Um, was it Taylor Lautner? <laughs>
2: uh, no, I don't know if he's musically inclined, actually. It was uh, Jackson Rathbone. He played one of the vampire guys. Mm. I think Jasper, I believe, is the name in the movie.
0: I'd have to revisit them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not t- I'm not too familiar with the Twilight lore, unfortunately, so I couldn't name characters. But <laughs> uh, still, that's that's pretty wild that that, uh, that connection happened. Um, now, I- I- in terms of your solo stuff, when you started doing your your solo music, um, were there did you have any anxieties about breaking from that uh, that that team mentality that comes? Um, from working in a band and and being responsible for the whole project?
2: I definitely did, yeah. So um, definitely anxiety in terms of the fact that all of the responsibilities that used to be shared across the band are now solely on me. Um, And also, I used to have quite a bit of stage anxiety, too. Um, And the idea of, you know, playing a song and then talking in between the songs that all falling on me, that was really scary to me. Um, but it basically just came with practice um, and I ended up growing a lot more comfortable with that. The more confident I grew with my songwriting, um, the more confident I grew with my stage presence and all of that just kind of came together in sort of a in sort of a nice way. So yeah it was definitely a challenge at the beginning but it also has its benefits because um, you know I can sort of just, and ask my own vision of what I want my sound to be. and But I like, like you mentioned before, I work with a lot of different people who also nudge me into the right direction for these kinds of things.
0: And you've been busy since 2017. <laughs> that's when you first released Rosewater, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, since then, it's, you've had, uh, and correct me if I, if I get the chronology wrong, but it, you've had two, two EPs and then a string of singles in between those as well as uh, guesting on other people's albums too, right?
2: So after that EP, I, I was on three songs on, my, on Gabe's EP, and then I've had a bunch of singles released since then as well. And now I'm currently working on a four-song EP with uh, Jeff Zipp, and that's going to be out probably at the end of this year and i'm very excited about
0: that too uh since is since you've embarked on the solo journey has your approach to to songwriting and maybe uh how you've developed your sound has that changed over the last couple of years or have you been pretty comfortable with with how you've gone about it
2: it's actually changed a lot and i think um Some of that is a a combination of the kind of music that I started listening to more heavily. So um, I think when I was a bit younger, I kind of struggled with what my sound was sort of naturally supposed to be as an artist. And I listened to a lot of different kinds of music, but then I sort of started leaning more into the R&B and soul and hip hop side um, a few years ago. And on top of that, I started to learn more sort of jazz and R&B chords and progressions and things like that on the guitar and piano. And uh, couple that with some um, shitty life experiences, um, like breakups and things like that, and that made for really good song feel. (laughs) And uh, so I just, um, most of the songs that I write right now, I start off with just on my electric guitar. um, Or I create a simple beat on my computer. Um, I work in Logic Pro, and uh, then I go with those ideas to people to help me flesh them out.
0: Were there uh, were there any challenges with adopting more jazzy R and B style uh, that you that you weren't expecting?
2: I think so. Yeah. Um, so I think I had to grow a little bit more confidence in kind of embodying more of that sort of hip hop. theory. like you know some um, having sort of sections where you're you know uh, singing a lot faster, a lot slower, doing a lot of progressions and things like that. Um, but it really helped to just have those uh, influences and to be able to sort of uh, use them as inspiration for my own songwriting, too. And just to grow more confident with the genre that I hadn't previously written in. But, um, yeah, I, I clearly, it's, it's I can't imagine myself writing anything else now, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. Now you you did mention uh, that there were other genres that you uh, that you listened to before that you weren't the most comfortable and you know adopting into your your musical identity. Of those old things that you used to listen to, which of them are do you lament the most that you couldn't really carry as a singer songwriter? So
2: I used to be obsessed with Joni Mitchell, and I probably still am to this day. <laughs> Um, so Blue is, again, one of my top five albums still to this day. Um, on top of that, I'm really, I used to, I mean, I still love Neil Young, but I used to listen to him a lot. So I used to be quite into folk music and quite into all kinds of rock music as well. Um, so I sometimes I kind of wish that I could maybe have been a little bit more comfortable in writing in that folk genre as well. But uh, maybe that will come in the future, you know?
0: yeah i mean there there doesn't there doesn't seem to be uh like it, it's it would be expected um or it would make sense logically that that you were able to carry some of those uh the traits that you've learned over in in the in the jazz and r and b stuff especially if you're starting on an acoustic oh, and oh, sorry an electric guitar for most of your songs like there must be some sort of way that you can translate those into like a more uh folk style right for sure yeah and i definitely think that
2: um Johnny Mitchell especially is uh, still kind of influenced. So through her, I was able to figure out what my range of my voice was because you know when she started off, she sang quite high and I didn't even know I didn't even know that I could hit some of those notes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> was younger. So just by like playing and singing her music, I was able to figure out, oh, I can't, I can't go up there, you know. And uh, so she's, she was hugely influential. If, if, if it wasn't for my songwriting then at least for my vocal performance.
0: Right, absolutely. I mean, I I think there there are uh, there aren't many people like more worth taking cues from in terms of becoming a singer songwriter. Right? Uh,
2: yeah, a hundred percent. She takes the crown in that for
0: sure. Uh, well, in, in terms of things coming up for you, um, do you have you have shows coming? You've mentioned upcoming singles and uh, and an EP down the road. But what do you have coming up uh, later in twenty nineteen?
2: So I've got, um, between now and uh, early March, I've got three more shows that are booked as of now. I'm playing at the Portside Pub on February 21st. Um, and then I'm also playing at Fortune and uh, um, Café du Soleil, uh, March 4th and March 8th. Those two shows are with my uh, really talented friend Shade and uh, J.R. Um, I'm pretty sure his last name is Basco... Sorry, I'm just completely butchering his last name. But... Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to those shows. I'm planning on releasing a, a single every month and a half or two months or so. And then uh, that will lead into the EP to be released at the end of the year.
0: Phenomenal. And where can the, where can the people find you on the socials?
2: <laughs> uh, you can find me everywhere at I am Tisa Rahim. So my name is spelled T-I-S-S-A-R-A-H-I-M. And on, uh, you can stream my music everywhere just under my name, Tisa Rahim.
0: Absolutely. Well, Tisa, thank you so much for taking a sec to chat with me. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much for having me. All
0: right, now we got Lift a Finger. This is brand new Tisa Rahim. You've
2: been on my mind
3: all this time. time. Can't get rid of this feeling, but your love is blind.
2: wrong play was wrong you like to take it all you love to can it all now i'm here to collect pay me my debt i take cash or check
3: that's just the way
0: Moving on to Sade Owele, this is Nigerian Born.
4: And fuck this fork in the road. Let's travel when it's formulas over notions. No token for this time. Die before I quit, like Will Smith. No limits when I'm an optimist with meds in my back pocket. I fought to live, but ain't ashamed to admit it. Visions of alligator man. No chip on the shoulder limits. I salivate the ammunition for my desert eagle tongue. Learned it all from the Honda civic hardest This ambition in my mother's heart. They them on a mission in soft launch. Never get me in a car. Call willingly a misfit. You scoff at the thin minute. But you can't keep pace when we break past limits. Never forgetting to hold on to my own growth. Never learned how to slow down. And I ain't starting now. Oh, no, no. Chosen for this fork in the road. Let's travel when it's formulas over notions. No token for this type. Die before I quit, like Will Smith. No limits when I run.
0: Lysian with Alignment. For that, we had Sade Owele with Nigerian Born. And of course, Tisa Rahim will lift a finger. You're listening to it all on the Vancouver Mixtape. We're just about uh or just on the, uh, the the home uh the run home now, home run, home stretch. We're on the home stretch now. Uh before we leave you uh for today, uh but I did want to do a quick recap of one of the shows that I did manage to go see yesterday, the uh, the Wildkind uh release show at Redgate. Uh, featuring Babe Corner, who are probably the, the hottest up and coming band. They, they're playing just a ton. They're all over the place. I haven't actually seen them once. Um, so last night was the, the first time that I'd seen them and shout out to, uh, to guitar player Jackie Bartell. Who's the uh a Chinatown Cobra along with yours truly in the East Van Baseball League? So uh, it's nice to to support a teammate. Uh and then Devours played. And guess what? Devours was unreal. Because Devours is always unreal. Um new Devours album is coming out later this uh this spring. So, stick around. Uh we we're going to try to get some things uh maybe hooked up with uh with Devourers. Maybe we can uh, chat prior to the the album coming out. Uh their new new single by the way, Curmudgeon, is absolutely phenomenal. And then of course, Wild Kind took the stage uh to play uh songs off of their new record. And guess what? They were fantastic. Airtight uh, Vancouver staple that I've seen a few times and um they keep churning out the uh the power pop goodness um, that, I, that I think that the city is is really known for and they're certainly uh, at the top of their game especially with the new album that came out I believe on Friday the 25th of January uh, the new album is called West Ends this is a song off of it this is Belle V Sebastian listening to it on the mixtape
5: I told you how I feel and it's not known
0: Kind with Belvi Sebastian. You're listening to it on the Vancouver mixtape. We're out of here for today. Thank you so much for tuning in for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode with a returning guest. Kabazi is back in studio with Jesse and I. Jesse will be returning to the show next week, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, Kabazi joining us in studio next week. We're talking human prescription. Uh, so don't miss it. It's going to be great. We'll see you next week. Take care.